Okay, so we have our grandma, our maternal grandma, um, on the podcast now. Um, and we're just going to ask, um, Grandma, do you remember when mom and dad told you that Trent had autism? Did you know what that meant? Um, did you have to ask for clarification? Do you remember how any of that conversation went? I don't remember the conversation itself, but I do remember when I when we found out Mm -hmm. I think I was alone um uh I cried and Mm. cried and cried yeah and uh, yes I did know what it meant Mm -hmm. and um the fact that Trent hadn't it's okay hadn't verbalized up to that point Mm -hmm. um was hard yeah um i when i i couldn't just tell other family members about it like like my sister i wrote mm-hmm. it in an email yeah sorry no it's it's good we want <laughs> well <laughs> we want this it, it was um devastating yeah because um i had uh, at the time three other grandchildren yeah and they were all very verbal and and mm-hmm. I I knew what normal was mm-hmm. um it uh, the first time I realized that Trent didn't say bye-bye mm-hmm. or mom or dad or anything um that was hard yeah and uh, so anyway but I had I had studied a little bit about autism and had made myself familiar uh because we did suspect it of course yeah that was Right. Not a huge shock, but it was a disappointment. And if I had known then the other possibilities that he had mm-hmm. um, and how talented he would be and and uh, some of his other gifts. Yeah. It wouldn't have been so hard. Right. But... I, this brings back mm-hmm. those emotions. Yeah. And it was just, it was very, very hard. Took several days before I could really talk about it. Mm-hmm. And apparently I can now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently I can't do it now. So, but yes, we've, we've, uh, I do remember very much, very well. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Used Up Pens, an interview series about the Landreth family's journey with a son and brother diagnosed with autism, Trent Landreth. In today's episode, we'll be learning about what it was like for the Landreth family to tell both extended family and friends about Trent's diagnosis with ASD. Today's episode will include stories from when Trent was first diagnosed as a young child all the way up to recent years as new members of the family have entered his life. Here's your host, Kristen Moore. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Used Up Pens podcast. I'm Tristan, and here I have my parents, Andrea and Corey. Hey. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay, today we're going to uh, talk about um, what it was like to tell family and friends about Trent's autism. Okay, so... Um, both of each of your parents are still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I'm just saying that so everyone knows uh, we do have four grandparents. Um, or Trent has four grandparents. 
Do you at all remember um, their reaction to trans ASD diagnosis or telling them or like, were you afraid to say something to them? I, I got, so I do not remember exactly, but I guarantee you that um, my mother, when she was told, she went, oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent. And she probably said, oh no, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did that make you guys oh, feel? I'm so sorry. Like, well, she about said that now. when we were pregnant too. <laughs> oh. She didn't listen to this. No, she's not going to listen to it. Yeah, she did say that. Grandma Ellen, if you have a beef, take it up with me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my parents were always involved with us because we lived near them and yeah. they were very hands-on grandparents. And so to put a, a word to what he was dealing with was not a big deal. It's almost a relief, don't you think? When Like probably, we finally had a... probably. Yeah. But, a reason why he was behaving the way so he was. they were yeah. with us every step of the way and it wasn't that we had to tell them yeah um, anything about that they knew what he was like they knew he that was trent and yeah. uh, we had a name to put i mean they had questions everybody had questions like lots of questions that we couldn't answer yeah we didn't know <laughs> the answers but, we didn't know uh, like much what? about it but i think yeah but by the time questions like Will he always struggle with this? Will he ever oh, talk? Yeah. Will, Will he, he always talk? be aggressive? Yeah. Will yeah, that was know, the big one because right, I don't think unknowns. we talked about that last time that he didn't like he didn't have words until he was six, six and I think a half, he was five when he said the first his first words. But TJ, <laughs> TJ was three when he said his first words. Oh, he said yeah. No, he said in oh, the he house when he said TJ come. Yeah. yeah, yeah, when the elders were over. Yeah, do you want to explain that? The elders. Story? That's a weird. <laughs> Yeah, in case you didn't know. I was going to say. <laughs> so I don't know if we talked about this b before, but Andrea is a school psychologist and uh, and I'm a pastor. And so when Trent was um, pretty, pretty young, uh, we had, there's a, there's a passage in James. Um, I don't want to get it wrong, but anyway, it's in James that <laughs> yeah. says, uh, if anybody's sick among you, you should call the elders of the of the church who will come and lay hands on and pray for and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. And, and so we, you know, we walked through the whole Trent thing with the church. Like I, re I don't remember what yeah. I said, but I remember that we got up in like I got up in front of the church on a Sunday and just said, this is, you know, we got this diagnosis. Um, which and at the again, time it wasn't common like it is now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like nobody knew. rain man. That's what we always go back yeah. to. That's what everybody thought we said, our, our son has autism and it, and it, and it was, Oh, can he count? <laughs> can he count matchsticks that fall on toothpicks mm -hmm. on the ground or whatever? Um, and, uh, and, and so that was weird, but I, I remember in a leadership meeting one night talking to the guys, um, there and and just telling them at some point i will probably ask you to come over and uh, to the house and and pray um for trent but it was a really interesting conversation because i told them i had to tell them um do not come over to the house and and pray that that trent's autism is taken away yeah. Like that he doesn't have autism. Oh, that's what you would pray like for cancer or whatever. You want the right. cancer to go away. 
Um, but autism is is not a disease like right. like that. The, uh, it's autism presents him with challenges, mm-hmm. like the nonverbal thing, and 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 in part because he can't communicate and he lashes out physically and was very violent and aggressive at that time. Um, but it also gives him abilities that he that that other people don't have, and he sees the world in a different a different way and yeah. he responds to it in a different way. And in some, in some cases it's amazing the, the way that he sees and responds to the world around him. And at him. that time he was five years old and yeah, had this little. incredible drawing talent. I mean, yeah. we could see even then yeah. that he's, that he was yeah. special. And we talked about that. I think, I think in the last podcast that I mean, we mentioned that when he was what, 11 months, we said he was carrying a full, gallon of milk around the house <laughs> looking for somebody to get him a drink that is not normal behavior for, right. for he was very strong he was very uh his balance and stuff was just incredible i don't know if you kids remember but we had that couch that had that wide edge um on it and trent would get up there and he'd walk he'd like pace <laughs> back and forth and people yeah. would walk in the house and they'd be like oh my goodness and we're like no he never falls <laughs> he would just stand he's fine yeah he'd just stand and yeah yeah. Well, I remember, didn't you guys enroll him in gymnastics for a little bit? Oh, he. Oh, I don't know if we wow. enrolled him or if like we, we were friends with the yeah. teacher. Yeah, my, my gymnastics. Right, coach. and yeah. and so she. I think she just offered to to yeah. let him walk on the, the paper, balance though. beam yeah. and to do some things. Oh yeah. yeah. Or he was holding yeah. his hand. What yeah. Was that her name? Yeah, I remember. So I can't remember. No, it How was that uh, worked, Sarah. Was, it was yeah, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, that's her mm-hmm. name. Sarah. You and you and Trent were in those pictures, right? I think it was just Trent. Uh-huh. Trent was. On I think it was the Trent and me. Huh. I think I was holding Trent's wow. hand, and oh, okay. she was there too. Okay. So so anyway, I I went to the elders. I said, "You, I, we will have you come over and 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 pray for Trent at some t- point, but I'm not asking you to pray this autism goes away mm-hmm. because then part of who he is as a person goes away, and we don't want yeah. that." What we're asking for is the is the violence and the aggressive behavior mm-hmm. um, that if that if, if you know if that could be taken away, and so um, I I remember what, that it was a very it was a very difficult time. He was being very aggressive and like just over and over and over, and it just gotten really bad. And so I I called him. It was a Wednesday night. We normally had our leadership meetings on Wednesday night. I called him and I said, "Okay, I'm not going to be at the meeting. I want you to get together and then please come over to my to my house and mm-hmm. uh, and pray for Trent." And um, and so this was like these guys didn't know anything about it, you yeah. know. And they, and were, they were like older, yeah, guys. older guys. Yeah. They didn't know anything about autism except for what they, you know. I mean, a lot of people learned about it from yeah. Trent and our experience with it, and so. Um, they they came to the house and they came, um, uh, mom and all of you I think were gone. It was just me and Trent at the house. You were I there think... too. Um, I I I know mom and s- some of you came home during yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's when home. TJ yeah. came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So so the guys came in and they were you know they were they were really great um, at it, but it was it was obviously it was very odd and weird for them. And so they, they came in the house, they were like all business. And we, we went into kind of the living room and, and I, I just kind of sat on the floor and had Trent in my leg. Cause I didn't know how he was going to handle it. You know, it's these strange men around him, you know, it was like four or five guys. And, uh, and they all kind of just knelt down around us Mm -hmm. and, um, 
and just started praying. And it was just, it was so, it, it was so sweet and scary at the same time. <laughs> um, but you know, these grown older men who had a lot of respect for, um, are just like, man, it's just this incredible moment and they're, and they're just praying, um, you know, they're doing just like I asked for, you know, but with the aggression and the, the things that we were struggling with and the, and the door opens. Um, and so I must've been mom and Tristan, you and TJ, mm-hmm. TJ was just a little guy and Trent had not, Trent had said like two words at a dairy queen two years before that or something. Um, and then didn't, That's a different story. didn't talk again. And, and the door opens up and you guys come in to the kitchen and Trent, gets up um and like runs out from this little circle in the living room and one of the guys alan um just like in the midst of you know what was going on he just prayed and he said he said god please bring trent back to to the circle or whatever so we can Mm -hmm. and we were all just sitting there i didn't know what was going on i was kind of looking between the guys to see what trent was going to do and he runs into the kitchen. You guys had come into yeah. that door. He grabbed TJ by the hand and he said, TJ, come. And he pulled TJ into, I'm getting all emotional. Yeah, me Pulled too. TJ <laughs> back into the living room, into the circle and sat down in the middle of that with TJ. Mm-hmm. It was like, like he's never yeah. responded to a person. He'd never called a person by name. He still hasn't since then. Still, yeah, he doesn't ever respond to anybody by name. Um, and and to 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 get him to come back, I was just one incredible. He was three years old. Moment I after mean, the next. Trent or TJ? There. TJ. TJ was three. Yeah. If Trent was five, TJ was three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was just incredible moment. But that was just a, you know a lot of things just kind of happen you know i don't think anybody is nobody's prepared for for that you know diagnosis or anything yeah and nobody knows nobody learns and knows what to do to handle those situations until they come so yeah anyway so um there was never really a time where you like sat down and talked to one of your parents or somebody i'm trying to think about um grandma and grandpa landreth and uh they just didn't we didn't live near them yeah Yeah. and we didn't talk to them very often but they knew something was different about trent and i i i know when they came to visit the first time after that we sat down and had conversations about it they were you know they wanted information at that time yeah um but but they, you know, not unlike my parents, they weren't there for the day to day. Right. Yeah. Hard to know. They just had a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. How would you respond to those questions when they would ask questions that you didn't know the answer to? Probably more irritatedly than we should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's just, you know, you're I, you're immersed in it. I always you know, said, um, everybody's different you know mm-hmm. some might start talking some you know he may yeah. not some yeah. might you know we just don't know it's it's just open i remember thinking it's kind of exciting that this could go any direction we just yeah. don't know there are lots of possibilities you know, we, yeah yeah so we just take it day by day i think that was the was probably the struggle for us people were asking us for the answers to questions that we wanted the answers to. Yeah. yeah. So how do you, 
like you like you just get kind of frustrated yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah Hmm. and yeah it's like they're asking you because it's your child but right and they know nothing about autism right and but but, it's like we think we do (laughs) right yeah right i remember growing up having explaining to like kids my age in the church or like even at school if he came to like one of my school functions or something i would always just tell people his brain just works differently Mm. and like that's a kid answer but i would probably say that now right right (laughs) if i'm you know if i'm explaining autism to someone i'm i'm pretty sure i've said it in the along with much other things that i know now but um yeah if we, we we were very fortunate to for for you all and and Trent too when he when he was younger to grow up in a in a small town mm-hmm. a a smaller town church um and school you know like yeah. everybody knew everybody knew and and so going and to those though, school functions yeah. and things even though and, he wasn't in the school for the vast majority of that time they knew of him because we brought him to things. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think. So he was in the district a little bit. And honestly, the teachers and and the student, your guys' peers, Mm -hmm. always, at least in front of us and around us, handled that very well. And, you know, would I mean, we'd walk through the school with him and everybody was like, hey, Trent, hey, Trent, hey, Trent. Yeah. (laughs) Which probably made him more mad. But (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it was just nice that we didn't have, you know, I think in a bigger, had we lived in a bigger town, a bigger system, but, you know, we might not have had that same kind of hometown. I, if anyone said anything negative, since we were in such a small, like, school, I would, I remember, like, especially in basketball, I would look up in the stands and like watch, not watch Trent, but more so watch the people around him. And I would like pick people that I was going to fight with later. (laughs) Really? I, yeah. And one of them sometimes was TJ. (laughs) Right. That you were going to pick a fight with later. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, TJ is a whole podcast in himself. Yeah. And now I'm a little more, I guess, uh, understanding of people who uh, don't respond how I would like for them to. Because they may be on the spectrum themselves? <laughs> well, no. More so, like, just because they're ignorant. Yeah. Right. Not not in a demeaning way, but just Uninformed. because they don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I'm much more understanding of that now. And I'm pretty sure I've apologized to TJ for getting mad at him so many times. Because I remember, well, in your eyes, he should have got it because you got it. Trevor got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, TJ's just a different. TJ's child. probably. A, I, I mean, they, yeah. I think you mentioned before we could probably devote a whole podcast just to the way TJ handled it because coming up as the youngest child, yeah, not knowing anything different, yeah, you know that had to be a an odd thing, yeah. Um, but I I think, oh, I should. Okay, so we're we're talking about other people, yeah, so being telling other people what was going on. So I I remember we were at church um, when we had a lot of things that happened at church because church is a big part of our lives. Yeah. So so we were at at church a group of people at church one night during the week, and I I remember uh, uh, Charlie and I, and we were and we were talking about Trent, 
Um, it must have been early on. He was pretty young. And it was when Trent um, carried around all of those VeggieTales yeah. characters. You know, his all little arms could hardly yes. hold all of his characters. I think he only had four or five. But and he if just, one dropped, he couldn't, it was yeah. the end of the oh, world. Was, oh, he'd yeah. cry and scream. Um, but he was try, you know, he'd always try to hold his drink cup, mm-hmm. sippy cup. Or, or two sippy cups. Or two, yeah. And his VeggieTales character. He had to have them all in his arms. Oh, it was hilarious. Anyway, he, he had he had been playing in the nursery. We he, didn't laugh at the time. He, we, did, we didn't. He it looks cut, pretty funny in that family picture, though. <laughs> yeah. He came into the into the big room in the back, and um, and he just walked up to a tape. You know, and he's got, he, he, he plays things out in his head in a totally different way, so I have no idea why he did it. But he just, he walked into the room. He walked right up to a table. He arranged all of the VeggieTales characters exactly how they should go on the end of the table. They were all facing out from the table. And he left the room. And Charlie and I were talking uh, about Trent. And I said, watch this. And I walked over to the table and I turned one of the VeggieTales characters like a quarter of a turn. So he wasn't facing forward like Mm -hmm. all the rest of them. And we just, well, I went back and we just kept talking. And a few minutes later, Trent, like just part of his, you guys remember how he was so into like planes, how uh, different mm-hmm. planes intersected one another. Right. He'd stick, he would, oh, he'd stick his books like, under the door. Yeah. So that under it the made, door. Uh, yeah. A 90 degree angle. Yeah. And, and he'd pull the book out mm-hmm. to read it and he'd adjust it. So it was always like intersecting. Mm-hmm. Planes. He would put his book up to the reflection in the, in ov- the mirror. The oven. Yeah. Oh, the oven. Yeah. Yeah. And he could, so he could see it in the oven and he could right. read it. <laughs> oh, crazy. Anyway. Maybe you're too young. So to he just, he walked to the door, like the threshold of the door coming into the big room where we were. And he just like barely crossed the plane of the door and he was looking straight ahead. And all of a sudden he got like his body got really erect and he just marched right over to the table <laughs> and turned to the character and and then like you know was very yeah walked with that very determined look on his face and he turned him and he's like looked around all concerned and then he and he walked back out of the room yeah. <laughs> and so i moved another one until the next time he came in so you like to torture him then, <laughs> then i didn't do that anymore you're, but it was just funny to see you're that. teaching him to be flexible and like he doesn't <laughs> yes always get his that's way. right <laughs> That's right. And I think, honestly, we've talked a lot about this, that that I think part of the reason that Trent handles um, touch and people mm-hmm. so well is that, you know, through that whole process, he was in church every single weekend. Mm-hmm. And we know people, and I've tried to share this with people, we know people who, you know, have had children and that have had d- d- different struggles and they've been like, ah, oh, we don't want to come to church because we feel like our child is distracting, distracting or whatever. Yeah. And and I think we would credit a lot of Trent's flexibility and, and ability to be around people and to be touched. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's never shied away from touch. And, and I think a lot of that is because he was always around people. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, born. except for the touch part. I think he desires extreme well, touch. Whereas other people with autism don't want to be touched. Don't want to be touched. He's the opposite. He wants yeah. heavy Which, touch. That's the hypo and hyper sensitivity. Yeah. 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 But he's not, but he doesn't but shy I agree. away he's from very, people. He's a, he's a lot more flexible, like in restaurants and he yeah. always could handle chaos a little bit better. Yeah. 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 
was probably just probably also because you have four kids. So. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and close together in age, and you all were active and yeah. Was and, right in the were, when of we, it. and we did life with other families and other mm-hmm. people within the church, and so yeah. there were always people around. And um, yeah, was there ever yeah. um, like a person that you remember? Maybe you didn't like straight up tell them that like about trans autism or explain it to them, but they were there to like help you or, Hmm. or someone who knew your situation, maybe at church or like if we went to school with them or something that they would help. I feel like the, probably the friend who knew the most about it and helped us uh, the most, if, if nothing else, but emotional support was Susan West. Yes, who I was thinking. Because, of. you know, we were pregnant at the same time with TJ and her son, Mason. Yeah. And our kids kind of grew up together. Yeah. Uh, the other two mm-hmm. were Trevor and Tristan's ages and mm-hmm. um, close to it. And but she, but she, she was around a lot and she wasn't yeah. scared of it. She wasn't scared of him. I yeah. think, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it wasn't people, that she knew anything did or get could, nervous. You know, I, I don't know that, like, I can't remember necessarily her but when watching I, him or anything. But just being around and just yeah. as a family friend, she didn't run away from that. And, and she was. Right. When I think of friends of who, who were probably exposed to, to him and knew him well, probably yeah. she was the closest. Yeah. Because there were other people, fr- friends, and even some um, family members who who's just simply were scared of yeah. him and yeah. didn't want to be or didn't want their children to be around and we, him yeah. because I mean at knew. least I felt like that was understandable and we can't push people if that's not your yeah. comfort yeah you know it's like the people in the schools who who couldn't work with him they still cared mm-hmm. um it's not you know it's not easy it's funny we've said um I've said many many times the the old line about um, this is this is terribly um, uh, I don't not stereotypical. That's not the word. General. It's a generalization, mm-hmm. and it's probably inappropriate in today's world. <laughs> but um, there is like like you say. Well, if, of a little boy, you want a girl to pay attention to her, pay attention to you. You pretend like she doesn't matter. Mm. right so there's that old stereotypical thing that you just if you ignore a a woman then she'll want Want, to (laughs) to be near you or whatever and so people have many not all people but many people have loved Trent Mm -hmm. and even at school people he has attacked and he's have have just they've had a very kind of overwhelming concern and love for him I don't know, maybe love's a strong word, but they've cared about him mm-hmm. a lot. And we've joked that it's because because he doesn't care. Like he like he has no social Oh, so you want him to <laughs> You want to be around him because he doesn't care about you? Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm like And if he happens to say hi to someone oh because he knows oh, by rote. Oh, oh yeah. they're they're tickled and it's really at sweet. church even today because yeah. yeah. that's I there are I a lot of people preacher. who that if he gave them one oh, word man. they would beam oh. and I've had people come it. up to me after church or later in the week or whatever mm-hmm. and go oh my goodness I've got to tell you I walked in to church on Sunday and I said hi to Trent and he gave me a high five or whatever 
Yeah. And and I'm like, I think it's cool. I mean, they it, really, it is really, really cool. desire him it's, to interact with them. It's funny that like, people don't, they don't get it. They don't get it. That, yeah. If you hold your hand yeah. up, he will hit it because that's what he's been trained to do. Right. Yeah. If you say something to him, he's he, going to say it back because he's echolalic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, we're, we're killing a whole bunch a, of people's but lives. But that's okay. But it's because that's what he does, not because you're special. But anyway. but I, but I, <laughs> I mean, looking you can at think the special. Yeah. That's right. Looking at the flip side, I think it's cool that they want that attention. Yeah. That yeah. Even, yeah would even would even care. I, oh would even i care. would much rather them act like that than act like he's not there right yeah, yeah. right yeah because that's the other it's the other part of yeah. it right just yeah. pretend like like he doesn't talk to you right. so you can it's really easy to pretend like he's not there yeah and uh you know we have to i think in the family we have to remind ourselves that you know that it's all it's about that inclusive thing right mm-hmm. So we ask Trent if he wants to do things, knowing that he is not going to care, he's not yeah. going to say, or he's not going to respond. Sometimes he does. That That's one of the things I've been very impressed with Easton about, is that he he very quickly would have conversations oh, with Trent. Too. And um, and we for someone who came Tristan in from outside the family, I into mean, the yeah. family, I mean... <laughs> He's he's done a great job yeah, of including him as a well. person and, I, and talking to him like a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I remember the first time he like directly talked to Trent and we were in the living room and Is I think we were going to watch something. Yes, dad. That's <laughs> when I knew. Um, I think uh, we were going to watch something and Trent was going to want to watch it with us or something like that. We were in the living room and uh, Easton's my husband, by the way. I never said that. Um, and he, we're about to turn it on and he said something like, would Trent like to watch it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And then at the same time we were both like, Hey Trent. And then I'm like, no, you go, you you got it. You got it. And he like walked over to me. He's like, Hey Trent, um, you want to watch, um, Lorax with us? (laughs) It was, it was a little nervous cause he didn't, he'd never talked to him before. And, uh, yeah. And Trent said, yes. And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tristan always said, uh, whoever she married, married Trent too. And that's true. So, yeah. Um, so when I'm thinking of people who helped us or whatever, I think of Amanda. Yeah. Oh, Ponson at the time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know like what happened there, but I I remember her being well, the one to well, watch. Well, I, I think she got busy with school and things. She and was so. a teenager. Yeah. yeah. And we had band practice every Thursday night, and Dad and I both were involved in that. And she was committed every single Thursday. She she watched you kids um, probably through high school. I mean, she might have gotten... It was quite a few. I mean, not all four years, years, but... but until she couldn't anymore, yeah. but she, she took on the challenge and sometimes Trent was tough. Um, but you guys helped even though you were really young, but, um, yeah, she, that was really nice to have. I mean, no, she was, she was young and it was a lot, but we were really but I, yeah, thankful I don't for that. Her, like complaining or no, like we've had other people who've been around him. She never said like, this was so hard. I'm not coming back. He, she he never bit me. That. He hit me here. We're mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she didn't. I mean, like she told us things that happened, but she mm-hmm. never, 
she never yeah. dealt with it. She never like acted like she a, couldn't handle it or yeah. didn't want to be there. Yeah. yeah. Which is like really amazing because I, uh, that's a, that's a big problem that we have in my job, you know, helping the community. So many people just don't have anybody to watch mm-hmm. their kids. Right. And so like the fact that you guys were able to have that, even if it was just for band practice or whatever, mm-hmm. that's right. Like there were periods of time that, that, that we had no one. Right. Um, there when were times got, that he, got was, bigger he would go he through would phases, two or three months of being very aggressive. And even my parents would say it broke their hearts, but they would say, I can't, we yeah. can't take mm-hmm. him right now. And, and we had no respite at times, but yeah. And that was tough. Felt like it never end, but <laughs> yeah, it's harder now almost. I mean, mm-hmm. So thankful for, for our other kids who are willing to help with him, but cause he is so big yeah. and my parents are getting older and, um, and yeah, it's, it's a struggle now when, when we all want to go somewhere without him. Yeah. So, um, when you were growing up, did Me? you, yeah, Tristan, Tristan, <laughs> when you were growing up, did you ever feel like you couldn't have somebody over because of Trent? Like, were you ever afraid he was going to get aggressive and it would be embarrassing or anything like that? I, no, not, not embarrassing. I, I don't remember ever like thinking I couldn't have someone over. Um, I do remember like explaining to a lot of people, but like I said, I, it was pretty clear that I was going to fight them if they did say anything. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I don't remember like feeling embarrassed about any of that. I do remember one time um I was in elementary school and we were I'm pretty sure we still only on, but he bit me pretty good one night and I had marks on my arm uh the next day. And so I wore a long sleeve shirt to school that day even though it was like warm outside. Did you say I fell down the stairs? No, I honestly, if I'm being completely honest with myself, I probably wanted people to ask me why I was wearing a long sleeve shirt so that I could tell them because I liked talking about him and I didn't, I think I wore the long sleeve shirt because I didn't want people to get freaked out, Mm. but I wanted people to ask me. So So were you elementary school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was elementary school. I remember being in the gym waiting before school started. And I would, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I remember thinking while I was sitting there, is anybody going to ask me like why I'm wearing a long sleeve? But nobody, nobody, nobody asked anything. I might've told somebody cause I just wanted to tell someone, but did you think it made you look tough to have a battle, um, battle, battle wound? When I started working at HeartSpring, Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I don't No, Not really when I was, young mm-hmm. i don't think so yeah but yeah i don't remember that being a problem i that being said i don't remember having a lot of friends over when i was little yeah i was gonna say we pa- had we Paige had family and michael and the we Mendes. had family yeah. friends I remember them coming over. church friends yeah. like the genters mm-hmm. their oh. kids were over and a l- we did so much as a family i think that you guys didn't yeah have i had a lot of friends mm-hmm. over i don't remember having like one person like from like this is my school friend i don't and if you that. did it was yeah. like destiny who was used to even though she didn't come to our church she was used yeah. to being around because she was your best friend yeah um 
and friends from church. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the, so I'm. We could ask that same question of Trevor, who's in the room, but you have to just give us a nod or no. Yeah, I remember uh, only having, like Tristan said, only like one or two friends. Um, it was basically always either Michael or Jason. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, yeah, and it was like a rare occurrence and that I, I would ever have anybody else. And I think more often when it was somebody else, um, I would go to their house yeah. instead of them coming here. But. but that was probably because we were friends with their families. and oh, eh, Not all the times, no. but... Uh, well, they were those two you mentioned. Oh, them, yes, friends. them. I thought you right. meant the uh, extra, the other, other ones. No, no. Um, I was gonna say, you guys also had a rule that we couldn't go over to anybody's house if you didn't know their parents. Yes, true. And again, oh. like we said, a lot of those friends knew of Trent because it came to school functions. They knew about him already. Yeah. Right. And since we went to a podunk school, uh, everybody knew everybody anyway. Right. And he was in that school for a while. Like they saw him in the halls and uh, destroying really. teachers and nah, well, things like that. I mean, he was I down in his end that I will for early childhood, that but that later. was about it. Yeah, that's another story. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Anybody got anything else? Nope. I don't guess I think so. so. I think what's, what's the moral? The moral of the story is it's difficult for everybody when you go through something that you've never been through before. Yeah. And so just having people who are willing to like walk through it with you and not afraid yeah. to just kind of come over and go, do you want to talk to you? I mean, yeah. just being, or a, even like, being a friend is really, yeah. The person that you guys remember the most wasn't there to do anything for mm-hmm. you physically, but other yeah. than just be there for you well and she she always offered she would say do you want me to run to the store and get something do you need to run out and i can stay here yeah. i mean we didn't always take advantage of those things but i mean she was like what can i do to help you yeah i not just like, her but other friends too but yeah um emotional support is help yes. too oh yeah <laughs> and that, what that was the best thing yeah. the best help yeah because it was i mean back then in those years that was when we just had to handle it. Like he wasn't sleeping. He was, yeah, yeah it was just a whole horrible situation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Used Up Pens. Join us in two weeks as the Landreths tell us what it was like to start taking Trent on family holidays, as well as developing sensory issues and how his parents were able to manage these new behaviors. As always, we would appreciate it if you were to share this podcast with your friends and family, and thank you for listening.